Dead Motivators! Shit, yes. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 224 of the Bad Motivators. I, of course, am Eric Strothers, and with me, as always, are my two excellent co-hosts, one Mr. Luke Cruiser. Hey there. And one Mr. Dallas Wood. Konichiwa. <laughs> hey there. What, bitches? I haven't done that in a while. Like, <laughs> I'm retiring from Cracker Rap for a while. So mixing it up's a good idea, man. Yeah, yeah. You know. I think so. Uh, that was Dave Chappelle, right? Konnichiwa, bitches, wasn't that? Yeah, yeah, he was Konnichiwa, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) So Chappelle is a genius, by the way. Absolutely, man. I heard Bo Burnham's got a new special on Netflix that a lot of people are raving about. That's funny, too. So, real quick, before we say anything else, I do want to say this, and it's about Disney+. Plus. This is important, people. Okay. (laughs) Okay. There's finally new episodes of Bluey. Up is there? there? Yes. Season oh. season two, 50-something episodes. And Dude. there are some great ones, one of which is called The Bus. And and there's also one called, um, oh, gosh, it's, uh, it's not Stump Fest. It's something like that, though. God, that's it's great news. Very good. Very that's- good. The show just got even better. Dude, it it literally is probably a top five best cartoon ever. Like oh, yeah. of all cartoons, it's yeah, so it's, good. There's so it's many. So good. It's there's so many grown up nods in there, and it's it, everything about it is cute. The episode yeah. "The Bus" is a, one of the Grannies episodes. So if you've never experienced the Grannies, yeah. which is where they're pretending to be old people, um, yeah, Bluey and <laughs> and uh, and it's and bingo. just it's so good. It's so, so good. And the premise of this, I'll just tell you real quick, is that they get on the bus. It starts out, Dad Bandit is driving the bus. He's a bus driver. And Chili, the mom, she gets on. She's a passenger. And she's acting real nervous and shy. Well, it turns out it's because she takes that bus because she's secretly in love with the bus driver. And the two old ladies, which are the kids, get on. And (laughs) so she confides in the one old lady that she's... I'd take this bus because I'm secretly in love with the bus driver. She's like, well, you need to tell him, dearie. <laughs> and she's like, no, I'm going to wait. And she goes, well, if you need more time, we'll slow the bus down for you. So they keep dinging the bell and stopping every stop and then changing their mind about getting off. And the rest, it's just, it's so freaking good. But anyway, yeah, man, we got Bluey. But we also got some other stuff going on on Disney+, Plus. most notably, The Bad Batch. Okay? Oh, yeah. There's also some... I'm putting air quotes around it mentally. I'm not doing it with my hands. News. <laughs> Star Wars news going on. And I saw <laughs> Eurovision Song Contest. <laughs> oh, you story finally of Fire saw that Saga. I finally awesome watched it. Dude. Like, when I saw that when it came out, I'm like, Eric needs to see this. And you I, just not... You, you took a six-month break from I seeing always, it. I'm like, how is he not I always this? wanted to watch it, okay? And then Catherine Neen, good friend Catherine Neen. I oh, love her she's so amazing. Let, she, let's be honest. She's amazing. She asked if I had ever actually seen the con, you know, clips from the contest itself. <laughs> and that made me go and watch the movie. And I was like, sweet so good. baby Jesus. <laughs> this is movie. great. Is that the 
Will Ferrell. I'm gonna say is that is, is, that, yes. the, is that, that the On Will Netflix. Ferrell movie? Will yes. Ferrell so and good and the girl from Mean Girls. Yes, and it's just so good. it's very very good. And here's the bad news: is I was like, I was super sick. I got super sick. My, I I lived in a house of sickness and death these last <laughs> couple weeks. It started with Henry. Remember me telling you how they were out of school fucking patient zero henry henry was sick for a day and a half stella ended up rebounding but then got sick and was sick all the way across a weekend and into the next week then amanda gets sick in the middle of that and i'm like you people are the worst <laughs> i'm coming out of this smelling like a rose nope I ended up getting a fever and the whole bit man so i'm laying in bed and it's like oh, i'm gonna watch this movie and i start watching it and it was in the middle of the night because I'd slept for like 19 hours straight. And that's when I woke <laughs> up and Amanda's like, I can hear that out on the couch. I'm like, shut your mouth. So I ended up <laughs> turning it off and then watched it the next day. And I was so happy I did. A, I see you. I'm checking you out. Oh, dude, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good, man. And when like, you, It's you, got all the energy from Blades of Glory, but like this crazy like, like, Good guys energy. Remember the Will Ferrell movie Good Guys with Mark Wahlberg? Oh, yeah. It's got a lot of well, one of the most underrated Will Ferrell movies oh, ever. A- amen. It like, is it's good. the it's other guy. You're thinking of the, the other, other guys. guys. The other guys. It's so good. It's got all those elements from like like all of his best movies, the Step Brothers, the other guy. Like, in my opinion, his best movies. Like it's it's a really good film. It's, if you haven't the, seen it, check it out. The story's great. It's very oh, it's endearing. so good. <laughs> it's not the best movie in the world, but it's definitely a must-watch. We have to, uh, we have to want, once again say, The Other Guys was the launch pad for the Michael Keaton renaissance. So we have to yes. give that all the praise in the world to get that man back in our lives. That's that, all I want to say. Yeah. He, he was No great. scrubs there. No scrubs <laughs> there. He was great in that. He but, was uh, so good. Creep. But yeah, lots of crazy stuff going on. And you know, I mentioned it's episode 224, which is one away from 225. Just going to let that sit there. So before we plow forward any further than this, we are going to make a quick stop with this joint. Oh, yeah. So, hey, I'm going to go first real quick. And what I did get was nothing. But the (laughs) reason I wanted to go first is I've, you know, I told you we're getting a house. And I started, um, like, breaking down my collection, right? Yeah. Well, there's been a whole bunch of figures that I'm like, I should open these. And I've just had them sitting in their boxes, like, kind of off in a separate area of here's figures Uh I'm going to open. It's like moving all these boxes would be stupid. So I went through and opened so many figures today. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I when did I buy this? <laughs> when did I buy you're, this? You're, and so you're was, having like your own who got what that you forgot you bought. Yeah, man. And like one of the things that I forgot that about, and I'm I don't even know if I ever mentioned it on the show, was one of the um the chief what's his face, six inch black series Ewok. I got him. Oh, yeah. You mentioned it, but like, that's a good figure. Yeah. And then I opened up the Zeb figure. Holy crap. That's a nice figure. Yeah. Nah, yeah, it's yeah. a trash figure, but whatever. <laughs> I opened that up. That was great. I don't care how good it looks. It's fucking garbage. And right? a whole stack of them. And then I forgot. Oh, man. 
And I'm like, okay, I've got uh, the Mandalorian, the the uh, premium one that's got the pram and the baby yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And then I've got that exact same Mandalorian in a box by himself and another boxed <laughs> baby Yoda. And it's like, oh my God, look at all this crap. Two Jar Jars now. And you just forget all about this stuff. And then I'm looking, exactly. dude, I got a stack of Last Jedi and uh, um, Force Awakens three and three quarter figures. I mean, a pile of them that I'm out of Ziploc bags to put them in. So I'm just got to wait until I get those. And I'm going to tear all those. I thought out. you were going to say do bags. <laughs> I do have a grip of those too, man. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> Because I, I swear you bought like 20 of them. No. I got one for Stella. Well, Santa got one for Stella. And um, I I got two in them, two boxed over there at least, plus one on the shelf. So that's what I got. But anyhow, who wants to tell the what that they got? Anyone? Oh, Anyone? me next. So I was down in Las Vegas, and I went to this like – collector shop in the big outlet mall down there that my buddy Jesse had gotten my Bo-Katan there and my grief cargo there. And so I am like, dude, show me this like toy shop. And we get there and they have the 10 inch Babu Frick pop. And I'm like, 10 oh. inch is my jam now. So now I own a Babu Frick 10 inch pop. They nice. had 20 of them. So and he was retail price. I'm like, how is this collector shop making money if I'm paying $30 when it was $30 in Target originally? Yeah. But whatever. I'll pay your retail price, sir. <laughs> whatever you say. You which you said it you said it was it the, the 10 inch one? Yeah, whatever the bobblehead. Said. Yeah, the the Babu Frick. Yeah. I I almost I've almost picked up that stuffed animal one of them several times at Target. Dude, he's going, awesome. Like, like he keeps that going character. Down in price. That character is awesome. I didn't feel bad about paying thirty dollars for him. I mean, dude, it's a ten inch pop. Like, I'm done with the eight inches. Like, ten inches are my jam. Like, it's right in my collecting wheelhouse. He's an You're awesome. Definitely character. a size queen. That's for I'm sure. I'm a size queen. There's no doubt about it. We have <laughs> talked about this. I love that size, <laughs> dude. That stuffed animal. So that's another thing. As I'm breaking stuff down, one of the things I did is like sitting on top of my dresser. I've got my uh, the like the huggable, shakable robot Chewbacca thing. Oh yeah, yeah, and, yeah, dude. He still had his original batteries in him. And so he's like, really? And his arms would go up super slow. But I'm so I'm taking all that stuff out. And uh, one of the things I got is that Bobby Frick that I got for Christmas. And dude, he rules. He doesn't do anything except say stuff whenever you push the the foot. But every time he says, hey, hey, dude, I will never (laughs) stop loving that. Hey, Hey, I love that. Yeah. I love that it's Moaning Myrtle from Harry Potter. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's my, I, dang it. That's so, so we were awesome. watching. We were watching uh, Chamber of Secrets today, mm-hmm. and well, I'm that's like, her, that's her movie. Yeah, and I'm like, which character recently was this actress? And thank you, I could not remember. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, go she on. Even, like she, she even helped up uh, uh, puppeteer it. I think a little. Oh bit. wow, she did. She did. 
Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. What else? What, 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 what else going on with you, Dallas? Oh, that's it, man. That's all I got. Like, I was pretty happy about that. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I didn't get anything, uh, and, I, and I was going to mention it in the be- in the beginning, and 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 happily, I don't have any uh, any uh, animal disfigurement stories this week, so that's good. Um, <laughs> or though, dead animals in your pool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I but I do wonder. Like the way the way that 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 pool robot shredded that rabbit, I wonder if you could if you could modify one to like shred pork. You know what I mean? Like maybe you, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> you just smoke like that pork butt for all day for twelve hours and just and like put and the like pool just robot put it, it through like a like it's a factory like turn upside down, and <laughs> come out all nice and shredded <laughs> apart. Uh, <laughs> Eric's like, up. don't talk about the buddy. Um, Shut up about that dead bunny. Uh, what are you gonna do? Yeah, I, I it's, it's not like I threw the fucker in there. Okay, I didn't have some militia thing. Swim, fucker! I didn't do that. No. Um. <laughs> uh. But uh, I was gonna mention earlier. But I watched uh uh Zack Snyder film, and I bring it up because we're gonna talk about him a little bit later. But I watched his this newest one, uh, the Army of Army of the Dead. It's a Netflix zombie flick with Dave Bautista in it and stuff like that. So good. You liked it? I loved it, dude. Dude, I I give it I I give it uh, almost all the way like like it was it's, it's like past middle but about, about three quarters of the way thumbs down. I oh, there were you're things over, you're overjudging it, man. No, no, I no, I'm not. I like a good zombie movie, and I don't think this was a good zombie movie. I think it was an all right one. It's just got a little. It got a, it, it got it, the, the the some of the some of the elements they were trying to set up in the story just got like got dumb in the very <laughs> towards the middle of it, but. All I can say about that movie is I've come to realize the main point of it is that it was a PSA against Roadhead, and I am <laughs> not necessarily happy about that because <laughs> while I agree it is distracting, it is also one of life's greatest pleasures. So, I- Right. <laughs> uh, to everybody listening to the show, uh, Luke is just overjudgmenting like zombie <laughs> films. This was excellent. I mm. I liked the humor in it. It was it was superb. Yeah, and, I, superb, and I'm a superb. Zack Snyder hater, and I you're love you're inflating fucking. it, my friend. Uh, it was I, great. It was hilarious. I like I, I liked it a little bit, but like I was um I, I wasn't expecting a lot. I mean, it's a zombie movie. I wasn't. Expecting I had a lot no expectation, it. and Dave Bautista was awesome in it. Dave Bautista was Dave Bautista is always great. I always like him in movies. It's just there were just there were just some things. I mean, the I, I guess the, I'm familiar, familiar with Vegas. So having it all go down in Vegas, I like the I had a connection to the film. Maybe some people didn't have being yeah. familiar with Vegas. No, oh Eric, re- re- really quick. The reason why I say it's a piece PSA against Roadhead, and this is just the very beginning of the movie. It's not really. I mean, it's. <laughs> like there's there's this and anybody who wants to go completely spoiler free in this movie just 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 don't listen for two. It's been minutes, out maybe. for a, like two just, weeks. Just listen, just listen. Okay, so so Eric, in the very beginning of the movie, there there's this couple coming back from from Vegas. They just got married, right? Mm-hmm. It's this it, it, it's this dude and this chick that had that this dude had no business getting in the first place and he kicked uh, well and, beyond his coverage. Yeah, definitely kicked out of his coverage and and. She's like, she's like, I got a present for you, and I already have it. I already have it unwrapped. 
He's like, he's like, what? And like, and she like proceeds to give him a blowjob. And then uh, they, and then they, and, and then they wreck into the oncoming army convoy, which is housing patient zero of this zombie thing that comes by. I'm like, did they just, did, did they just do a PSA against Roadhead in the most dramatic <laughs> way possible? I was very, I was very upset by this. It was awesome. <laughs> it was such a good movie. It, it, it definitely like, it teetered your taste for zombie films because some people want them to be like horror films, like scary and shit. Like they won't like them if they're not scary and shit. But I'm more of like balance the humor and the scare factor. And this I like did this, that. I like this first one better. Oh, his first one was better, but I did yeah. enjoy this film. Yeah. Uh, and and I, I, I've, I've also grown accustomed to liking the the comedy zombie movies more so more so than like the actual horror ones because it is quite stupid the whole thing zombie land changed my view of zombie films and i loved zombie films before zombie land but this definitely wasn't as funny as zombie land like you gotta give sean of the dead credit for that man sean of the dead was the was sean of the dead was awesome oh yeah yeah, still sure man still is you got red on you yeah, no. <laughs> That's the original Batman soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> man, I haven't Hank. seen that in forever. Yeah, go Pause watch it. it again, man. It's so awesome. That's an original pressing. Yeah. Let's yeah. go to Winchester. <laughs> <laughs> well, even though they just said it was like the not the place we're going to go back to ever again. <laughs> well, listen, while we're talking about Zack Snyder, you know, because we, you probably haven't heard his name much lately, but <laughs> there were always rumors, okay, that his involvement with Star Wars, blah, blah, blah. Well, in a, well, this doesn't really matter sort of news, it was revealed that he did, in fact, pitch a movie to Lucasfilm, but it was before the force awakens and for whatever reason someone declined somewhere or it was just hey here's an idea blah 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 but it is being redeveloped as an original project unrelated to star wars Hmm. he was Hmm. speaking on the happy sad confused podcast that's that's what a great name because that's like every (laughs) podcast i listen to right (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so how about that we talked about it. Here's a quote. We talked about it, but it never happened. I've been working on it in uh, I've been working on it away from the Star Wars universe on my own as a sci-fi thing. So yeah, there we go. Woo! Zack Snyder. Release yeah. the Snyder cut. <laughs> and I don't I don't I don't think I don't think he would have fit into the to the the way Disney we're wanting to go. He might have, but I don't. I don't know. Agreed. Maybe he could have stopped the entire sequel trilogy from happening, which oh. they would have done everybody a favor. Yes. I'm just kidding because you guys know <laughs> that we love the sequel trilogy around these parts. But in our as we go on with our list of news that doesn't really matter from a especially from a throwback perspective is uh. It, Collider, right? J.J. Abrams talks about the Star Wars sequels, whether they should have been mapped out. And mm. depending on whose clickbait article you click on <laughs> to check this out, it ranges from he mentioned that maybe they could have done that to, my God, that would have saved this mess. Uh-huh. But he does sort of say, yeah, y- y- you know, if you get a timeline going, 
Maybe, you know, maybe. But it's just, it's just, it's just a coulda, woulda, shoulda. I mean, yeah. whatever, you know what I mean? Like, it's, 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 they bought the, they bought it and they said, all right, make content now because we just paid $4 billion for it. Now, please and thank you. Um, so, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. But it, admittedly, I personally think that, yes, it could have gone better. Cohesion is never a bad idea. That's yes. all I'm going to say. But yeah. jumping forward from there, again, in news that's old, but somehow back up in the front. Remember when last year, around this time, as a matter of fact, John Boyega had mentioned that he was open and opened to returning to Star Wars if, like, Daisy was involved in Oscar? Uh-huh. Well, it turns out, are you sitting down? You ready for this? That I am. the names included in the if these people were involved included JJ and Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> so how about that? Yeah. I think he's going to be waiting a while because JJ just signed that deal with the, uh, uh, was it Warner Brothers? Or Paramount? So, somebody. No, it's definitely Warner Brothers. Um, but, uh, so you know, he'll be wait, he'll be waiting, wait, be wait a while for that to happen. But I mean, I'm not against what JJ did with Star Wars. So, I mean, no, I, me neither. Uh, so I, same here. And I'm definitely not against what, what, what Kathleen's done for it. So, I mean, it's, it's, is what, whatever happens, happens there. But I think, I think, if you kind of if you kind of mix in the previous story with this story and all that, I feel like JJ would have given Finn a a better layout um, through the Last Jedi. I I I feel like Brian didn't quite know what to do with him. <laughs> like he's like he's like okay, I I have I have these these two main characters that I want to actually three main characters I want to emphasize. And it's all the people with the force powers. Really want to make sure that's the really the the heart and meat of everything and that's all that I really care about it seems. Yeah. But um I feel like Poe and and Poe and Finn just kind of I don't know. They were off doing little side hustles. Yep. And then, and then JJ tried to kind of bring up, bring back what I, what I think he thought was going to be Finn's timeline in in the last one. And he just didn't have quite, quite enough time to develop it. So, well, and that's tough too, because (laughs) you had, when you think about the number of facets involved in this, Mm. okay, it's the Skywalker saga. So you got to have the Skywalkers. It's Mm -hmm. also a movie that's centered around the force, the whole, Mm franchise is centered around the force and lightsabers for Mm -hmm. let's just be honest and at least for me it is so you've got to handle the legacy do this new thing with the jedi it's got to be jedi because that's what the whole skywalker thing is about Mm -hmm. and then also have these other compelling characters that you somehow do something with while still fully utilizing your your legacy characters Mm -hmm. han luke and leia and chewbacca and, dude, that is a lot for three movies. No doubt. It definitely and, is. And so, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I think their original plan of having, like, each film being one of the legacy characters, Swan Song, mm-hmm. was a great idea. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because Carrie dying ruined that. 
it 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 threw a wrench in there for sure because mm. I got I, actually I was thinking about this and I don't know what made me think about it, but the scene in. Uh, the Rise of Skywalker, where the memory of Han Solo comes out on that beat-up Death Star platform to talk yeah, to, yeah. to Ben. That would have been his mom. That would have been Carrie. That's what that was supposed to be originally. Yeah. But she's gone. They call Harrison, and they're like, look, dude, we got problems. We need you to come in and do this. And we got lots of millions of dollars. Please yeah. do this for for fifteen minutes. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> All you got to do is say lines way, that are close to that. What you was said. a great scene. Oh yeah, like it really I was. I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed that scene. It when I think about Carrie doing that scene, it would have been better. But I liked what we got. I feel like the they did the best they could with connecting right. Carrie, Carrie, and Adam's character in the best way they could. I think they still did that by having her sacrifice herself to save Ben. You know what I mean? To make him come back I, around. I, I really like, liked that aspect of the film. Yeah. There's, Considering there, there's what so much about that movie with. that I love and it's, it's, it's still getting thrown in the fucking mud constantly. And I understand, but like I, and we, 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 we can, we can suck around this all the time. And like, you can, you can say, you can say that the last Jedi is a fantastic movie and still say that it threw a complete fucking wrench in the works. So I mean, like it it's did. just kind of it it's, it, it's just it's just the truth. Like he Ryan did a great job with what he what he had and stuff like that. But it's just the truth of it. And trying to maintain all of that, some of the characters that JJ set up just got set aside. It just it's just what happened. So I mean, it's at the same time, my daughter who was in the fandom for Ray who they were setting these films up for. She loves the rise of Skywalker even more because she got to see Ray yeah. complete her journey. She loves the rise of Skywalker and she's 11. And, and, and I, when people bag on it, I'm like, guys, my daughter loves it. So I can't bag on it. Cause yeah. I love it. Cause she loves it. The reason she loves it is the reason I love it. Well, if you think back to I'm just to not to keep hammering the point in here. You keep you you think if you listen back to whenever John Boyega was doing like after his press tour and he was talking about stuff or whatever. Like it was after movie was out and he was kind of free free freed Bo- Boyega. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. He, he was, was out there doing his thing. Like obligations. Like he even said repeatedly that you set up my character, you know, Finn, you set this character up in the very beginning. You had him using lightsaber, even though he wasn't ready for it multiple times and everything else. And like you, you kind of, you kind of felt like he was being guided by the force to find Ray. And they even kind of even mention it. You know what I mean? And like, they kind of like, they were, they were, it, it really felt like those two were meant to ride out this journey together with Ray being at the top because it, of, of, of for whatever reason they had set up. But like the, the, the stormtrooper who conscience wouldn't let him slaughter innocents met up with the scavenger who never knew she had importance and yeah and they were riding this path out together and then it got split apart and then tried to merge back together again so and it, it just it he has a great point when he's when he says that it, it his character was abandoned essentially for what yeah. for what what was set up 
And like I said, I'm not hating on what Ryan did because I love his movie. It's just, it is, it is what it is at this point, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that is true. I think that, I think he I was trying to do something with Finn that just ultimately didn't pop very much. Mm. But uh, how it all panned out, they should have had JJ do all three or Ryan do the last two. Like, that's where they screwed up. Yeah, well, yeah, Ryan, Ryan was too busy making an awesome movie <laughs> after that. Like, I seriously, like, Ryan's movie is my second favorite Star Wars movie. No, no, like, I'm I, at Knives Out. He was, he was, he was the busy making Knives Out to do Mess of Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> God, dude, Knives Out is a killer movie. It's so good. So I'm excited good. for the sequel while the, we're talking about it. The <laughs> twists and turns that just, I've, I don't My know. My whole family that, loves that movie. I don't know that I've ever seen a movie that is more well integrated with itself than that. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's just like no holes in it. It's so good. It's just yeah. so, so good. I loved it. It's a perfect uh, whodunit. Perfect whodunit. The, here's something interesting while we're talking about kids loving the movies. We have not been watching much Star Wars in my house. Mm-mm. And not because we don't like it. I mean, I'm surrounded by it up here all the time. <laughs> but we just haven't been watching Star Wars movies. Like, Suddenly Henry and Stella, too, are both, hey, let's watch Harry Potter. Okay. Mm-hmm. Of course, then everybody falls asleep during it because they're, mm-hmm. you know, a two-and-a-half-hour slog. But, you know, that's where they're at right now. Or we're watching, you know, shorter digestible things, TV shows and whatnot. But, and I know we keep coming back to this, but neither one of my kids are begging me to watch The Bad Batch. And I don't know, you know, maybe that's shame on me for not, like, having it in front of them more, but they're just not interested. I mean, we opened Disney Plus, and there it is, Bad Batch. Ah, let's, what's, what's up with Bluey? Let's go see what's going on there. Mm-hmm. Which I get, <laughs> okay? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, there's just... We're not, we're not doing a ton of Star Wars. Like we watched, um, we watched uh, the Winter Soldier <laughs> the other night, dude. That that is one of the best Marvel movies, just flat out. Yeah, that movie rules. It's a great Captain America movie, and Bucky is the ultimate badass with the hair. The hair just cements it, man. That's definitely my favorite version of Bucky. Is yeah. when, we, when, when we first meet him in the Winter Soldier, he's yeah, just yeah. So, such a badass. That was really, really good. Yeah, I love that movie. I I love the scene in the elevator. You oh, know, yeah. Captain America, and you know what? I'm just gonna say it. Chris Evans cast as Steve Rogers is like the Grand Slam. You can't come up with enough metaphors to say how great of a cast that was. The guy was perfect for the role. Just perfect. Everything about it, from the way he looks, delivered it physically, delivered it emotionally, just, God, nailed it. So good. And just if you all the all the casting in Marvel though has been fucking spot oh, yeah. the fuck on. I mean, it's it's been fantastic. But you're right, Chris Evans might be yeah. the best. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man's pretty fucking fantastic too. So I mean, it's, it's Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow. 
clap, clap, clap. <laughs> That's all you can say because yeah. she's the uh, because she's the line, Eric. Remember, don't forget, she's the line you cannot cross. That's right. <laughs> Chef's kiss, Chef's kiss. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, I, so, I will say my fa- my favorite look of hers is an in game whenever she's uh, got the the blonde and the red hair going through, and she's eating that peanut butter sandwich while crying. I don't know what it is about that scene, but hello, <laughs> she's pretty in that scene. <laughs> Like, I'm sorry it's sad, but she's gorgeous and messy. She is beautiful. Uh, yeah. yeah. So anyway, completely got <laughs> sidetracked there. Um, yeah. let's see. Oh, so if you're a fan of community at all, and I, you know, we there for a while we were watching that show constantly, but now we're back on Parks and Rec all the time. There's an oh, episode I'm, I'm on community now. Like, there's I one of the episodes, it's one of the paintball now. episodes. Oh, is it a <laughs> that pays homage to that that scene in the elevator with the dean and uh-huh. it is so good man it is so good and little little side note here there's a guy in there who's also in the movie uh in the in the elevator in the winter soldier he's in the elevator with the dean in this episode of community so <laughs> it's really cool to think about those two <laughs> things happening I, I want to say really fast before you carry on after talking about movies. Uh, as you know, like I don't want to talk about much on this show, but I, I play Call of Duty and I play with Les and stuff like that. And 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 Corey Pope, who's another guy, who listens to the show. And my, my my buddy Frank, we play together all the time. And right now they have an '80s uh, action hero thing going on. Oh yeah, and 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 you can play as either John McClane uh, from Die Hard or Rambo himself. And it's fucking, it's, it's, they have like all their quips and shit, like when you're playing the game and stuff. And like, and, um, whenever there's this, there's this kill streak you get where you get this minigun and Rambo just, he has his violent like scream that he does when he, when he's, when he's, when he's like holding the trigger down on his M60, just, he's like, uh-huh. they, they have it on there. But the coolest part, is in the big war zone battle battle royale map is they have a uh, Nakatomi Plaza from Die Hard the big the big tall building skyscraper really they they have it in the middle of their downtown map and it is so accurate it's creepy oh like, wow really? like what? like like down to the christmas trees to the elevator shafts to like the unfinished parts that he's running around in, like all that stuff, and like the vault. You, you like, there's a whole thing where you break into the vault to get all this money and stuff. What? Like, yeah, it's it's crazy how good it is. But I I had to go with John McClane because I'm I'm always gonna be diehard over Rambo. It's just it's just yeah, how, yeah. I, how Hands I am. Hands down, like it, I'm that way just, too, dude. That's an yeah. easy decision. That first Die Hard movie <laughs> might be my favorite action movie ever. It's so. It's so good. Like I, it's it's not it's it's, it's not even it's a good action movie. It's my favorite Christmas movie for sure. It, it, it's it's not even just a good action movie. It's just a good fucking movie. Like I don't know how mm-hmm. else to describe it. It's just it's just mm-hmm. really good. Mm-hmm. It's like peak. It's like peak Bruce Willis. You know when he still yeah. had some hair up there and all that good mm-hmm. stuff. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like young and thin and running around doing his crazy shit. But yeah. Yeah. I fucking. I I started watching that movie again recently and it really st- it really holds up, which is weird for an 80s action movie because a lot of them don't hold up <laughs> but, yeah. well while we're talking about rambo okay yeah. have you seen the bad batch 
Because you know oh. he's in that show. Yeah, he's totally in that show. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! I mean, for crying out loud, any if anybody who says that's not Rambo is right, stop lying to yourself. <laughs> Hawk is Rambo. Shut up! Don't even argue. You mean Hunter? I could hear, I could, I, I could hear an, an argument for a Solid Snake, but yeah, he's 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 definitely Rambo for sure. Solid so, snake. He's so, not uh, solid snake. Omega. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, it's totally him. But anyway, this this <laughs> this episode <laughs> called Rampage. <laughs> so uh, get behind there. Get the chopper. We're, uh, we're looking for a contact named Sid. You <laughs> seen Sid? Okay. Uh, it's so rampage, and again, I, th- we're <laughs> the same premise as always. We're assuming you saw it. We're not yeah. going to explain it to you. Full on spoilers, but not because we're explaining it. We're just assuming you saw it, and any conversation that comes up is going to c- include it's fair game. Is basically what I'm saying. Fair game. So, in this particular episode, you know they go hunting down who hired Fennec Shand. That's really the, what they're trying to find out. And they uh-huh. go to this place, the this bar that's owned by Sid, and Omega's smart enough to figure it out. But he, I'm going to tell you, the voice of Sid, I cannot place who that woman is. It's the lady from Cheers. Rhea Perlman? The, yeah, the bartender. I, I can't remember her name, but yeah, it's the lady from Cheers. Her the, name was the, Carla. She's the waitress. Yeah, the... Yeah, the, the, the yeah. The, the like short the short short lady yeah Danny DeVito's wife yeah it took me out of the show did it because her the character is this lizard was it a was it a uh, a transocean a transocean I, I I think it has to be she was but physically that voice is not going to come out. Of that face. It's just she's, not. She's hissing at all, man. Well, it's not even that. I mean, just. I liked it, man. Anything. It just took me out of it because it just didn't seem realistic. Yeah. And I mean, I realize it's a Star Wars show. Okay. None of it's realistic, ultimately. But <laughs> it just, I don't know. It, it caught me off guard. But I did like the episode. I did. You know, I like Omega. One thing, though is at this point, I feel like they're hitting us over the head, pardon the pun, with uh, um, Wrecker's headaches. Yeah. That's oh, coming yeah, back yeah, yeah. around. They're, I'm here to tell you. They are massacring us. With I'm waiting headaches. for his Hulk smash moment because he can't control himself. Yeah. Right? And yeah. I, I don't know. I Omega just continues to endear herself to me with the the childlike innocence. It's, yeah, she's awesome. It's, I don't know. I just loved it. And them starting to move on without crosshair, which is, is tough to see. But at the same time, you know, you get, it's, it's cool to see them trying to work through that mm-hmm. and make her part of the team. And, but of course, ultimately, <laughs> you know, they, they always end up getting split up somehow. Yeah. But yeah, I uh I don't know and oh, calling that they gave her, her gonk. They gave her crosshairs uh communicator too. That's what I'm that's what I'm saying. Oh my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. It's moving on from him. It's like, well, he's not he's not gonna be needing this. Yeah. So yeah, here's what sad. we're doing. And uh but her calling the droid gonky, 
hide gonky. <laughs> oh my and oh, god, just yeah, that was awesome. up and turns yeah. into a I, shipping I, container. That was good. The, this episode made me fall in love with her. I wasn't sold until this episode, and I'm really in love with this series after this episode. I'm so glad we get like what 11 more after this. Yeah, something yeah. like that. I I will say though, uh, it's always a, a good idea to bring in the easily most hateable uh, bad guys in all of the animated series, which is those <laughs> right. those, those, those cat like slavers. Yeah, they're so they're the so easy to hate. They're so easy to hate. Like they're they're just they're all such assholes. The only one that wasn't an asshole like completely but still was because she was still a slaver was the the queen lady back in the clone wars yeah who yeah. had some kind of compassion but she was still she the wanted to head fuck of the slave anakin department. so bad yeah yeah she yeah she wanted to bang anakin pretty bad well um, who didn't though right i mean come on let's be honest um but <laughs> but i i like that she finally got her weapon and i think it's pretty funny that's one of the slavers weapons she's just like she's just like fuck you yeah. i use it against you uh and i love that it's a it's a little light bow that's pretty cool and yeah. um but which which means you know she's really going to be a, a dominant character here pretty soon i mean she she saved them all they were they yeah. were all locked down and everything else and she, which is cool by the way yeah yeah but um now let's talk about the the whole rancor thing. Well, hang on before we get there. Before we get there, when she saves him, suddenly Wrecker is able to just break the shackles. Oh yeah, with oh yeah yeah. Where right before that yeah. he couldn't, and suddenly yeah. now it's like I was just playing the whole time. <laughs> but yes, Waiting back for to the moment. Back to the Waiting rancor. For. Yeah. Well, they were tasked to bring back a a, a child. Uh, who have been in, who have been stolen to be enslaved, and they were thinking it. it what what was the name? Moochie. Yeah, Moochie. Moochie. Now yeah. here's and the it, here's the thing. By the way, with Moochie, you hear that, and you're thinking M O O C H I. But uh-huh. I watch with subtitles on all the time, and it was M U C H I. Moochie. Yeah. yeah. Which makes it more palatable, you know, because it's, it doesn't feel like it's a character on the Outsiders or something. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There's Moochie yeah. and Pony Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Moochie, Moochie is a little, still a little dog. I'm my, like, like my grandmother had a dog named Moochie. It's all I could think the whole time. Um, <laughs> but uh, they, so anyway, so they are thinking it's this little kid the whole time. And they, and they keep trying to talking to him. They're like, bitch, this isn't Moochie. Quit calling her Moochie. Moochie's over there in that cage. <laughs> and like, and, and then, and then, and then, and then she lets him out, lets her out of the cage. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a, it's a female rancor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, and Omega lets her out that as a distraction, and I love that she's like, "What are you doing over there?" And she's like, "You're trying to what?" what I forget what she said to him, but she's like, "She's like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm, I'm setting her free or something like that." And then all of a sudden, this baby Rancor comes out, and you know, baby Rancor is a huge problem, mm-hmm. obviously. <laughs> and uh, they like right, lays waste and all that shit, and like I was, that was actually. I actually enjoyed the animation of that Rancor more, way more than I thought I would. Yeah, when same. I first saw right? it, you know, so good. 
yeah, it was it was fun because like it was a, it was a lot more agile than the the big adults and stuff like that. So they were able to showcase like this thing just running crazy. And because the only time I ever like, and I know I'm sure in canon there's a are are the EU. I'm sure there's a lot more references to Rancors. But the only ones I can ever really remember was when uh, Darth Bane went to that. When, when, I was just went, gonna say went to that yeah. planet and like and like basically beat apart the mind of the rancor and made him and, and, and then and then rode it into the, to the rode temple it into or whatever that temple yeah yeah that was cool uh, but was like dope. so like besides return of the jedi like that's really the only time that like i can remember besides i think i think i think, I think, I think it's i think they have it appear in video games because it's a big boss you can beat and stuff but like it was cool to see it as an adolescent and then of course the whole like uh jabba and uh uh oh, what, what I, I, for, I completely forgot that freaking idiot's Bib name fortuna Bib Bib fortuna, fortuna shows up he's, 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 he's one of my least favorite characters in all the movies <laughs> Bib fortuna um but like i didn't see what the controversy was but like so i think we would just automatically assume most of us that that was the rancor that luke ended up killing later on but apparently that's not the case so, like i yeah, don't I, I, what, what I it still is don't know is in one of the aftermath books. I'm pretty sure in one of the interludes, it talks about the rancor keeper, uh-huh. right? Yeah. And it talks about that rancor, and its name wasn't Moochie. Uh, and people are like, "Ah, Cannon said, uh, why, God, why?" God. But they never come out and say, "This is the rancor." See how cute it is. Luke is going to kill this thing later. They never yeah. say that. That's a that's a leap. <laughs> For all we know, it could it it could have been that Rancor's kid. It could be yeah. uh, their intention to reproduce them more. Like who knows what's going on there? But like, uh, right? I I just don't understand why there was a big fucking hubbub about it. But <laughs> like I like 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 I get canon and all that stuff. But I bet even Chuck Wendig was like, "Who gives a fuck?" You know what I mean? <laughs> Oh, Listen, you know people. he was. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you got you got Cobb Vanth. Okay. Yeah. Count your lucky stars. Yeah. But, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I awesome. th- that was my thing. I would guess that it was uh, initially that that was the one that we see later in Jabba's palace. But then it's right. like, well, how many years? You know, that would be twenty some odd. Yeah. years after this and so how do rancors age they're animals so is their lifespan shorter maybe you know hell i don't yeah, know they're like dogs yeah Could so is, is this the parent of the one that we like, see it, later it, if they're like dogs then it's the parent exactly yeah so people just settle down it's a rancor yeah. okay yeah. we saw a baby rancor and it was neat it was awesome. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I like seeing it and Wrecker like pounding on each other. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Until the point of exhaustion, like two, like two toddlers. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I've seen this before. <laughs> you definitely have. I like seeing the Gamorrean guard pop up. Yeah. It would have been fine with me if Bib Fortuna had accidentally gotten killed, if they were going to interrupt Cannon yeah. for that. <laughs> yeah. Of course, then we would yeah. miss Boba Fett drilling him. It's true. Mm. Oh, big old fat Fortuna. Yeah. yeah. Fat Bib Tuna. Fat Tortuna. Blob fat Fortuna. Fortuna. Yeah. Uh, 
But anyhow, but all in all, man, I really dug the episode. And I, I guess you don't have a whole lot of choices besides Adventure of the Week. I I yeah. like that they're going to try to tie this Fennec Shand, who, you know, where'd she come from, that sort of thing, into a thread, but you're still going to have to have essentially this, here's the hijinks that happened in this week's episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's, that's what those dudes do. I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of what they're, they're, they're called upon to do as, as a unit. So, I mean, it's, what else can you do whenever that whenever whenever that hierarchy's not there anymore? They're not all going to sudden become this this complex group with super crazy emotions. I mean, I I think I think that's why the kids there in the first place to make them rethink how they do things. So I mean, it's I don't know yeah. who who knows how that's going to develop. But. Right, but what I mean is that you'll end up with like you're. I wonder if we're going to have episodes where everything isn't re- like at least big chunks of it aren't resolved by the end. In this one, we get a mission: go find this gotcha. kid Moochie. Yeah. By the yeah. end of the episode, Moochie's been found and all this stuff, and then you've just got lit this hanging over. Or are there going to be any complete? Oh man, yeah. wonder what's going to happen next, kind of thing. And is it going to suffer from the first season of Mandalorian syndrome kind of? Right, right. right. Yeah. But how long do you think they'll go before they work crosshair, before we see him again and see what he's up to? Season finale. No, I would say next episode that he's got to come back because he was missing oh, really? for an episode or two. I think it, I think that, I think they have to keep keep that that plot going because it's introducing the stormtroopers. It's introducing a lot of things that make the empire go. So, mm. yeah, I, you know, I wonder at what point we'll see him start to regret the path he's taken versus what's going to happen with Wrecker and whatever's going on in his head. That's causing him issue. What they'll do with those two threads and if they'll pull them both I- at the same time or what. You got to feel like something's going to happen where they're going to become aware of the fact that Wrecker's chip is working but not working, and that it could that it could be tweaked because they already shown they can tweak it with with crosshair. So I don't know. So do you think that like will crosshair end up wanting to like realizing he's in the wrong, or will it take them sort of? capturing him and reprogramming him yes second one after they meet second rex one, yeah after yeah. they after, after they meet up with rex and rex gives him the lowdown that's what's gonna happen yeah gotcha and in maybe my, that's when opinion. maybe that's when the whole wrecker thing will get turned over too yeah yep. yep so here we are episode five what episode do you think we'll see rex in next one hmm I would say it? episode. I, I don't know. I I'd say episode eight or nine. I think I no I think they're gonna. Than that. I mean, well, you said the next one, which is episode six. I mean, like I I would yeah, say like maybe maybe like, maybe like episode maybe I think I think ten. I think ten's a good like somewhat middle of the roadish towards the end, or you know, kind of to change the dyna- dynamic of the show. I'd say by eight. Yeah. What you, Eric? What do you think? I was gonna guess eight. Yeah. But, you know, because he's a, he's a popular one. He's, yeah. I mean, at least to us. Of course, you know, you get outside of our initial circle and 
the bulk of the audience that they're counting on watching this might not have ever even heard the name Captain Rex. Obviously, do you think they'll bring in Ahsoka? Um, I would understand the temptation to do so if they mm-hmm. did. Yeah, it's it's, it's definitely a, a big one there. I mean, she she knew how to well, right? Because she was the one because because she fixed fixed Rex, right? So I mean. I mean, and and are they going to show where where the other clones got their chips taken out? Like, are they going to become like a group with Rex at some point? Or are they already shown that? Because I don't think they have. Um. Yeah, I don't they think haven't. they've shown that. They have. Yeah. Because the Clone Wars ended with basically Rex and Ahsoka, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of. Because I think, because I think, because yeah, because because fives was the only other one that ever had the chip removed, right? Or and, or re damaged or whatever during his. Yeah. Uh, well, no, 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 no. Five fives had his removed. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Sorry, but, I'm thinking of Echo. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Fives yeah, had Echo, his removed, yeah. um, but but he was killed. So I mean, but, like, it's, but then uh, when you get into like the ones, the clones that are with him in uh, Rebels, which is who is it, Gregor? Is one and of wolf. them, and who? Wolf. Wolf. Right? That sounds right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it is a Dave Filoni joint. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, that that yeah. So yeah, when do we see them get their brain surgeries? Right. Yeah. <laughs> now, what do you think it's going to take with Wrecker? How bad do you think he'll get before the situation is under control? Just some headaches, or do you think he'll actually? become compromised at some point where they don't know what to do with him. I don't think they'd get that bad. I I think he'll get compromised and I think it'll I think it'll make him not it'll it'll make him want to execute order 66, but he'll think that people around him are Jedi. Like that's what I'm saying. Like it'll it'll cause him to attack his his crew. Mm. That that's that's why that's what I see happening. And then somehow, I don't know how they would, but could, obviously there this this creates the conflict is like, he would be the hardest one to subdue out of all of them. So right. how would they do that? You know? So yeah. like in, 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 does it take place on the ship when they're like in flight somewhere, like in space, like causes a big problem and, and they have to like, you know, uh, razor crest limp their way into the next system or whatever, you know? Um, but, and which, 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 which could lead them to Rex, you know, uh, but yeah, ha- but how would they find out about Rex's knowledge and stuff like that? Like, there's a whole there's a whole bunch of gaps in there. Like, yeah, like I I feel like they haven't they have they mentioned Rex in this show? I feel like they have. They I have. could be wrong. I feel like there was some mention of Rex. I think they have. But I mean, obviously, we've seen the trailer that they find him. So I I just I wonder how they come up with. Like I, it, it, it'll probably be something where, um, what's his name? Um, not echo, but the, the other smart one, um, tech, tech, tech it'll probably yeah. some, some research tech does. He hacks into the Imperial system and finds out that, uh, Rex is a wall or something. And, you know, some, and then they, and they track him down or whatever. And it's, they'll it's say some, Rex them damn near yeah. killed him. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> he'll do some he'll do some click he'll, he'll do some some uh, clickety clack movie hacking and all of a sudden they know his location. Um and uh <laughs> that'll be after they've somehow managed to subdue the raging bull that would be wrecker i i i can just see that because, because you're right eric they keep smashing us in the face of my head hurts my yeah. head hurts i almost going on my head in that exact spot where all those laser beams have happened in the other ones so, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. yeah dude it's a fun show man it's fun uh the um uh what was i gonna say here totally lo- oh said Rexton damn near killed him and I totally derailed myself on that <laughs> one. So yeah, forget I said that. Okay. I'm hoping that like with Wrecker, I don't want to see him do anything bad and I don't want to see them have to hurt him, vice versa, that sort of thing because of his relationship with Omega. Yeah. Because he's got this very childlike quality to him mm-hmm. and you would hate to see anything have to happen to him because yeah, yeah. it would like it would be like watching a kid get smacked down <laughs> right and that would just that would be rough man that would be real it would, rough it would but it would create a, a it could be why they're building that emotional connection is to give the show some weight is if something were to happen to him you would actually because i mean We've all said before we did, we were all like God that fucking record guy in Clone Wars, you know, and now we're like, oh that record guy, you know what I mean? <laughs> like it's like it, it's it's they Facts. they they switch us around on them, and now we're like, man, hope nothing happens to him, but they keep talking about those headaches, something that they feel like something's gonna happen to him, and they keep building their relationship with Omega, and it, that's that's a classic trope of you know you know sweeping the rug out from underneath you, you know, yeah, no yeah, no my yeah. feelings. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, well, what do you think is going to happen in the immediate future with Fennec Shand? Will she res- pursue Omega uh, relentlessly, or will they end up? Will she realize, oh man, here's what's going on. I need to help them help her. No idea. <sighs> I'd like to think it'd be the latter, but I, I, I feel like the only reason why we saw that in the Mandalorian was because Boba Fett saved her and then yeah. therefore had a yeah. life debt with Boba Fett. Right. Before that, she was ruthless. Yeah. And, I think they're going to share it, that fact. Yeah. So I, I, I do not, I mean, maybe she'll have some sympathy because it's, it's Omega and maybe she'll see herself and her or something, you know, maybe I but it won't be because of the clones. It won't be anything to do with she'll yeah. she'll she'll wreck the shit out of all of them. She doesn't care. Mm-hmm. But if anything, she'll have a change of heart about bringing Omega back to a dangerous situation. But I don't know. Do you think? Nah, that's too much. Never mind. I was going to like drive all the way to the end of the season. Do you think this and this with Omega, blah, blah, blah. But that's just, I don't feel like speculating that much on the nah, show. That's yet. too there's far. No, there's I mean, not been yeah. enough happen. Well, we have like 10 episodes left. 11. 11. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say like too far out to speculate that. Yeah. Much. Do you think we'll be getting more than one season of this? Mm, no. I say they are planned for it, but 
it will only go forward if the viewer count is high enough. I don't know what like what their numbers are. Have you seen any information? No. No, and I'm not really sure. I, I like I, I think there's some kind there's some sites that do it, but like it's all kind of wackadoo and kind of estimations and hoping for the best is and stuff like that, you know. So Yeah. Yeah. I will say I did hear an ad recently and this is not about this but about streaming is uh it was officially said that Loki's only going to be 6 episodes. Really? I thought yeah, I thought it was going to be more than that, but no, they were they they had they're starting to advertise it on podcasts and it's a yeah, six six episode series. Mini series. It huh. premieres next week actually. Oh dude, that's yeah, I am really stoked up for that. Mm-hmm. And I, if you uh, think about it, I mean, if they're 40, 45 minute episodes or even 30 minute episodes, I mean, that's a good solid movie. You know what I mean? Oh, so, yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 And you don't want too much of a good thing there. You want you want that story to be told properly. And then and then because he's just he's just going to be he's just going to be time copping it, trying to fix some shit, you know? <laughs> so, so, I mean, but anyways, I, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to derail, but the. The, the episode count reminded me of that. So, well, yeah. I don't know. Like, once Loki hits, how? I mean, I'm still going to watch Bad Batch, obviously, because I want to know what happens. But I do think that it will be difficult for me to be as excited about each new episode oh. of Bad Batch when a new episode of Loki pops up. Oh, I agree. Because that Loki series has had me for like months. Even though those sons of bitches are releasing them on Wednesdays, <laughs> bastards, which How is gonna be great for the syphilis, horrible for us. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. let's face it, man. It ever since we quit doing like the uh, commentaries, which if you guys aren't familiar with why we're not doing the commentaries, well, let me just tell you, <laughs> the DMCA—they're not messing around. All these takedowns. Yeah. And, um, it's, I guess it's become incredibly widespread. Like I was just telling these guys, I got a message from, uh, uh, Twitch. I mean, don't, not just me, everybody who streams on Twitch, but they've gotten thousands of, of takedown complaints and it's all automated, but as they hone in on more and more, uh, like content platforms, I mean, what's going to happen? We can't afford to get in trouble again. And so I think the when our episode drops discussing the thing is less important. You know what I mean? Well, I'll say this. If you want commentaries, subscribe to Patreon because we have a paywall that will protect us against No, that. it doesn't. Don't say that. Yeah, don't <laughs> jinx it. That's exactly don't what I that. was wondering earlier is like how long before – things like patreon are obligated i i i don't think that's going to be an obligation that they have to withhold dude I, we I are making money from that like yeah that that's the, that i'm surprised i'm surprised that wasn't the first place hit yeah i yeah i'm surprised that because seriously companies like that that do any sort of that hosting will be they they have an obligation and they can be they can force their hand and make them basically here you need to make this available. It, it's not making the content available to them. It's making the ability to use their algorithm to scan it 
available to them. Mm-hmm. And then once they do, I mean, because, you know, here's the deal. <laughs> I, those, those people, that the content that you get in trouble for using, you're using it because it has value to you. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you wouldn't use it. Now, there's occasionally, like we were talking about this, where it's somebody listening to music in the background that's picked up yeah, on their yeah. mic, which I'm not sure how the analyzation of the audio goes for it to be able mm-hmm. to nail it like that, but it's obviously pretty complex. Yeah. So in that case, it's probably would have to be at least reasonably prominent. But at the same time, it's... I don't know. Where do you draw the line? Where do you, they're in a tough spot too. Where do they say, yeah, this is okay, but this one isn't. I, I, Mm -hmm. so I guess it's all or nothing and that's why it's happening. But man, it's hard out here for a pimp. It's all all I want (laughs) to say. I'll say this. The RZA hasn't come after us for Patreon, but Taylor (laughs) Swift has. So I'm just going to leave it at that. (laughs) I have she's dumped like, enough. She's the Wu biggest Tang. fucking artist in the world, man. I have dumped like, enough Wu Tang content to get taken down as much as Taylor Swift. I'm just gonna say <laughs> the uh, yeah. I mean her her record label. They've got so much IP to protect, and you know with the re recording of her albums, which is really a genius move on her part, and I'm impressed that it's worked out so well because other artists have done this she didn't invent this process she's just been more successful about it than anybody else it's because you know people want to license songs to use in a movie or whatever and she's like nah yeah because i can't have these dicks over here getting that money but after what after how this business relationship went so no. So she's re-recording these, but not doing it as the new improved version of the song. She's trying to make it as faithful to the original as possible, which is like better production and more maturity. And dude, what an undertaking. But anyway, yeah, I mean, I get it. She's trying to, you know, they they have to protect that. And so how do you do it? It's not just her. We're just aware of it because that was the particular content we got nailed for. Universal Music Group didn't just say we better check for Taylor Swift stuff. They're like, let's check for everybody who's in our stable. And so, yeah, I get it. But anyhow, with Patreon, you do have to wonder what level of obligation do they have? Because like my show, that's metal. The whole point of the show is I'm talking about the music. The music is the focal point and it's about the merits of it. And quite frankly, most of the time I talk about, go listen to this. If this floats your boat, Hey, I'm trying to show you this new thing. Go listen to it. And, but at the same time, I guarantee it's totally eligible to get knocked down in a huge way. So, yeah. Anyhow, that's patreon.com forward slash the bad motivators. Get it while you can. Yeah, get I guess it while is what we I'm don't saying. get taken down. We have and that's good why stuff I, on there. That's why I quit doing uh Patreon previews on the main feed. Because it's yeah. like I can't I can't have yeah. us It'll getting close a, a, a takedown for <laughs> a, a two minute commercial. But anyhow, yep. Yeah. But the commentaries were fun. It's just not worth the risk because we could Trust ultimately. Us, we would love to do those because they're easy to record. It's fun. But at the same time, the risk is not worth it. Well, if we got a takedown, we could find another host. But good Lord, that would be 
a huge pain in the butt for true. Yes. yes. But so Loki next week, that's excellent news. And it's on Wednesdays. You guys going to stay up super late on Tuesday nights to watch it? Yes. No. I am. I won't either. I am. I'm excited for that show. Well, don't get me wrong. It'd be awesome. But it doesn't come on until 2 o'clock my time. Oh, for you. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, good Lord. Uh, And so, you know, just I'll have to make sure. Stay off the internet. Stay off the internet. Yep, I'll just I'll just watch it while I eat, while I eat my breakfast the next day. Yeah, <laughs> well, now that I don't have to drive kids to school, I'm definitely staying up. Like that's the only reason I haven't been staying up for these other shows is taking kids to school. In the I didn't even think about that. So yeah, once that hits, I'll be at home with the kids, so I could watch it in the morning when exactly. I first get up. Yeah, huh. yeah, and then go to sleep. Well, I'll be darned. No, 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 no. I don't mean stay up until two. I just mean when I get up in the mornings. To start, like, get ready for my yeah, work day. I'll be working from home. School. I can turn it on and watch it early in the morning. Because I still got to get up and perform an obligation to my employer in exchange for pay. Which is <laughs> critical for Bullshit. how my, my business operations here. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be cool. What else are we looking forward to? What's going on? Well, I, I've recently watched MODOK on Hulu. And I highly recommend everybody watch the show. It's an animated, like claymation style show. With uh, it's a Marvel show based on the character, the evil character villain Modok, and they're kind of just kind of making fun of the fact that he's weird and his head's big, and like <laughs> it's more or less like an Adult Swim on Cartoon Network type show. But I highly recommend everybody who has a Hulu subscription go check this show out. It's so funny. It's right up that Rick and Morty vein. If you like Rick and Morty, you'll love this show. And Patton Oswalt, who does the voice of Modoc, he kills it. It is so good. Like Luke recommended Invincible, and like I went in like hundred percent loved it. So this is my same level of recommendation as Invincible. It is so good. Go check it out. Right now, my Hulu watching revolves around King of the Hill. And oh, I love that too. Always but. sunny. But it's a bummer to me to be watching commercials in those shows, but I am not increasing the amount I pay for Hulu. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, don't. But watch this show. It's so funny, dude. It's you'd love it. It's right up your alley. It's our humor. I'll have to what, check it out. What are you watching Parks and Rec on now? I bought all the episodes. Fucking yeah, I own them right. on Amazon. Yeah. Don't fuck around, own them. Yeah, I yeah. bought that for Amanda for her birthday. All the seasons. And yes, don't fuck around. Own them. Yeah, well, own them until 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 that company says nope. We no longer carry digital media. <laughs> yeah, until Amazon is like nope. We're tired. We're we're tired of paying these licenses fees and hold, holding all this data in our massive warehouses of storage. <laughs> I, I own them on uh, iTunes, and I don't think Apple will let that shit happen. So I think I'm good. Yeah. Well, nothing lasts forever, my dude. <clears throat> But uh, I, I, uh, uh, but either does physical media. It all f- fades away eventually. But uh, I, I always love knowing that Amazon just like the fact that we pay all this money to Amazon for their products, and that's not even close to being how they make their money. Like it's right. just, it's just it, it's it's not. It's AWS. That's what makes their money. It's crazy. Yep. But yeah. Anyways, I that will go on that tangent. But 
I think I think that's about it. I'm, there's not there's nothing nothing coming up that I'm really interested in besides Loki and the stuff on on Disney Plus. Um, uh, but I, there's that there's that new Game of Thrones spinoff that's in the works. Oh that yeah, I'd like to, yeah. I'd, 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 I'd about like to that. see, but I I think we're probably a good year or so out from that. So oh yeah, over a year. Oh, yeah. you, you know what I forgot to mention is that uh, apparently it's been spotted that Andor doing some filming in the Scottish Highlands. Yes. I heard so that. I'm hoping that Duncan McLeod will be making an appearance. And is Catherine Neen okay right now? That's oh, I'm sure question. she's great, man. <laughs> but, but yeah. So that's neat. Yep. I don't know if when's when's that supposed to come out? Next year. Yeah, like towards the beginning of next year, I think. Like, like right after uh, Book of Boba Fett is what I understood. Mm, I think Mando season three is first. So maybe like spring. Spring or summer, maybe. Spring, maybe first, maybe first part maybe of summer come. end of spring. Probably. But then again. Are they? I've not heard any mention of them working on Mando season three yet. Yeah. So may, maybe maybe it's Book of Boba Fett in then December, this. which is already yeah. pretty much done, and then Andor, um, and Kenobi, and then next December Mando season three. Maybe. He, okay, this is something that I never thought to bring up, but I'm hoping that Kenobi has theme songs similar to WandaVision. (laughs) (laughs) Why is that? Why? I don't know, man. I just think it'd be funny. That's Kenobi. I just that's Kenobi. I think that would be delish, man. I would just fucking Kenobi hallucinate in the desert the entire time. (laughs) Yeah, the whole time. Or if it's the exact plot and premise of WandaVision, except it's Obi-Wan Kenobi, and nobody yeah. acknowledges it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm yeah. talking about from the top down. Nobody acknowledges that it's exactly the same. <laughs> it's sitcom, you know? Yeah. And there's and, and there's a random flying android, and you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude. But yeah, no, that'd be... I, I I'm 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 super excited for that Kenobi series. I and I know and I I, I know you and is too. So that that's what makes me get even more excited about it is when the actors are really into it. That makes me want to see it even more. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Well, I guess that you know since we'll be busy plotting out the theme song to Kenobi at a time, we've got really nothing else intelligent to talk about. (laughs) So, Hey guys, we're going to watch some Loki here before long. And I personally can't wait, but going to see what happens on the bad batch this weekend. Going to go and record some Patreon shows. Going to do all kinds of stuff. Got a gig this weekend. That's going to be neato. Benito got to finish packing up all my crap. And maybe, just maybe watch Eurovision Song Contest again. <laughs> Play Ya Ya Ding Dong. I'm going to watch that again because you loved it, it so much. I haven't seen it since it came out. It's quite good. Quite it's so good. good. But we'll, we mentioned it before and we'll mention it again, man. Patreon.com forward slash the bad motivators. 
Uh, I'm not saying we need your money, but listen. We need your money. <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to check out Tee Public and Redbubble and buy some shirts. Hopefully that Taylor Sith t-shirt's back up there on Tee Public already. It's not. <laughs> Get it back up there. <laughs> You're the one that runs that thing. I fear. Change the name of it and put it back up there. I fear the Swift. I have spoken. <laughs> I have spoken. All right. Call it Take Her Sith. Start, start, start calling you Eric. The Taylor. Take Her Sith. Red Saber. Take Her Sith. <laughs> Something. Taylor. Red. Don't, you, don't say Sith. That's what got it taken down. <laughs> oh yeah just think More about how the sith list is going swift swift make yeah. it taylor swift i just i'll just i'll just put up there no keywords find it fuckers darth swift <laughs> find it fuckers if you really want it find it fuckers but stop it so anyway anyway you can follow the show on twitter at bad underscore motivators uh check out the show description for links to all the other socials should you be so inclined leave us a five star review on iTunes five star all right <laughs> or not iTunes apple podcasts whatever that damn thing's called wherever you're listening to this podcast Fucking leave us a five star review unless it's on a 10 star scale then leave us a 10 star review smart ass whatever the max is <laughs> well hey sweet man well hey that's what i should have said i think taylor swift is awesome and until next week, we are out of here. Goodbye. Later. The bad motivators. <laughs>